Wait a minute, I hear something. What's going on everybody? Hope you were doing fine and dandy. Or maybe just fine. Or maybe you're just dandy. Whichever. Uh, never understood who put those words together, but for some reason it's something we say. Fine and dandy. Speaking of fine and dandy. Continuing on with a lot of our 80s movies. This is one of my favorites. This is one of my favorite 80s movies. Uh, is it great? Nah. But is it is it 80s to the max? So I'm using that 80s slang to describe an 80s movie. There you go. Yes, it is. 100%. We are talking about Summer School from 1987. Um, you know, it's, it's the formula, right? The 80s created this formula, which we just have wore out, and now it's kind of total cliche. But, you know, you, you can kind of go back to Breakfast Club, right? It's all about representation of, you know, all the different types of people in an 80s school, right? You get the, the nerd, the jock, the, the exchange student. I mean, you get, you get all these things, right? I mean, how, how many times has this been used, right? I mean, they made a, a you know, Saved by the Bell is a whole series based on the same concept. And, uh, you know, pretty much every teen 80s movie has this formula to it but uh for this one I, I, i'm i'm just a little uh, i'm a little partial to this one and uh if you don't know summer school from 1987 like i said it says it's a teen movie uh let's read the synopsis uh boy that's a long one it says uh apathetic gym teacher freddie shoop is ready to take the summer off in hawaii but he's forced to either teach school teach summer school English or risk losing his tenure. Now he's stuck teaching a group of unmotivated students as disappointed uh, to be stuck in school over the summer as he is. But with his help and a, uh, of a friendly... I'm trying to read this. Let's see. But with the help of a friendly history teacher, Shoop is at least learning how to act part of supportive mentor and perhaps even learning something about himself as well. That's a that's a lot of stuff for <laughs> summer school, right? I mean, it's in the title, summer school. It's pretty straightforward. It's about a group of ragtag misfit kids that have to go to summer school, and they get a teacher who gets tricked into being there who doesn't really want to be there. That's pretty much it. I think my synopsis is better. Uh, less syllables. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, let's talk about this cast, right? We have Mark Harmon, which I have to admit, this movie made me a fan of Mark Harmon. Uh, no matter what I see him in, I always think of summer school. But yeah, he is Freddie Shoop. He's the, the teacher, the athletic teacher that has to uh, now teach English to a, to a class of misfits. We've got uh, Kirstie Alley in this. And she's the, the other teacher that's teaching the other class. And obviously, you know, Mark Harmon's character is going to be hitting on her character throughout to pretty much no avail. Or is there, right? Uh, we've got Carl Reiner in this, who also, I believe he directed this. 
Maybe Rob Reiner directed it. I think Rob Reiner directed it. Uh, Courtney Thorne Smith, right? Uh, looking very young and uh, pretty pretty smoking for this time period. Um, she's, uh, if you've ever watched the uh, Jim Belushi show, right? She's his wife. So, been around for quite a while. We've got Dean Cameron. Right? Now, most people, when they think about this movie, this is who they think about. They think about Chainsaw and Dave, right? Uh, pretty much like a Bill and Ted type scenario, except these guys are infatuated with horror movies. So, any horror fan worth their weight in gore know about this movie because of Chainsaw and Dave, right? I remember even seeing people dress like them at some convention or something. So, uh... If you're a horror fan and you haven't checked this movie out, there's a total reason why, right? Um, <laughs> so we'll get into that a little later on. We have uh, Fabiana Udinio. I know I screwed that up. Uh, she's the exchange student, and what a knockout, right? Uh Let's see, we'll get to some of these other ones that you will know based off of stuff they've been in. Shawnee Smith, right? She's the pregnant teen, right? That's, uh, um, if you want to say made a mistake and has put herself in a, in a grown-up situation, so she's having to go to summer school and try to pass. Uh, Shawnee Smith from all your Saw movies. I mean, she's, you know, she's kind of everywhere. I'm going to screw this guy's name up, Patrick... Laboratu? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, when you see this guy, you know, let's see what else he's been in. He's been in stuff that, that we know. Uh, he was in Jag. Ski School. That's what I was thinking of. And, lo and behold, I didn't know this. There's a movie called Prince of Bel-Air. Which, ironically, has a lot of the same cast in this, and it came out a year before. I'd never seen this movie. So, I'm going to be following this up. Maybe not right afterwards, but I'm definitely going to be checking out Prince of Bel-Air, because it's Mark Harmon, Christy Alley. Same, same, same people. So, interested to kind of see what that is, right? So, but uh, let's see who else we got. Coach Gary Riley, that's Dave, from Chainsaw and Dave. Uh... We got uh, Kelly Jo Minter, who's uh, Denise Green. I mean, come on. I mean, she's been in, what, People Under the Stairs, Nightmare on Elm Street 5, I believe. Uh, Popcorn, The Principal. If you listen to my episode about The Principal, right, she's in that too. So, you know, uh, who else have we got? I don't know. We got we got some other people that. Uh, there's one guy in this. What's his name? He was the he was the guy that was the stripper in the movie. Yeah, Ken Orland. That's his name. Uh, was in April Fool's Day that I can think of right offhand. And uh, that's uh, that's that's enough for the cast. Let's just talk. about about the movie. Um, so, we already know the setup, right? 
we've got this this one teacher who is dating Kirstie Alley, and he's kind of an a-hole, and he's forcing Mark Harmon or Shoop to teach his class. And like I said, a bunch of misfits. Uh, you've got the nerdy kid, pregnant chick. You've got the exchange student. You've got I mean it's 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 textbook, right? Um, and you know they're all terrible. They 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 just have no abilities whatsoever. They don't apply themselves at all, except for uh, Courtney Thorne. She's a she's a, a surfer chick, and she's got the hots for Mark Harmon, right? So that makes an interesting kind of tryst of things. But yeah, I, I really like this movie because I don't know what it is, but it, it doesn't get boring. And I want to say a lot of it is Chainsaw and Dave, right? And Mark Harmon does not want to be there. The kids don't want to be there. So really, he's just kind of making, trying to make time pass, right? He was on his way to Hawaii with his girlfriend, and she decided, well, you're stuck here, and I'm just going to go on on my own. So who knows how that relationship's going to turn out? Probably not well. So he's stuck with these kids, don't want to be there. And, you know, in order to pacify the kids, they start doing, like, uh, they ask for requests, I guess, or wishes, right? Uh, They take some, uh, they go out on some field trips, and and it's stuff like, you know, driving go-karts and... (laughs) <laughs> going to the petting zoo and all this kind of stuff. So they're not doing any kind of really work at all. But he's trying to get buy-in, right? But they all request that he grants a certain kind of wish for him, right? And they're willing to give back. Well, he does all these things. The The pregnant girl needs somebody to go to her Lamaze class and be her coach. So he steps in and takes care of that. You got one that's needing driving lessons. You got one that's well, they chainsaw and Dave just want to watch Texas Chainsaw in class one day, so they set up the projector. Yeah, if you're watching this movie, you get to see a little bit of uh, some clips from the original Texas Chainsaw in this, and uh, their banter the whole time. Chainsaw and Dave is just hilarious because they're almost like Roger, uh, Siskel and Ebert, right? Because they're always giving thumbs up, thumbs down reviews on everything. Um, really, really funny. Makes it worthwhile. They work at a one-hour Photoshop <laughs> together, and it's just they're the comedy, right? I mean, they're the comedy of the whole thing. And like I said, uh, Kirstie Alley's teaching the other class next to them. Things are not going well in his class. She comes over and starts trying to help. He starts hitting on Kirstie Alley, and she won't have anything to do with him because she's dating. The, the other teacher, right? And this other teacher wants Shoop to fail because he's trying to get tenure and he's trying to make him not eligible. So he's banking on these kids failing, right? And uh, so that gives him a little initiative, right, of trying harder. And you get all the montages you can imagine, right? I mean, you got a driving montage where the girl passes her driving test you got, you know, studying. you got reading a book montages. I mean, you got all these things that apply to summer school, right? And it, it, it's weird because it should really be kind of boring. But this movie moves really quick. 
and even to the point to where uh, Shoop gives and gives and gives to the kids, and when it comes time for them to study, they don't. So Shoop quits. He leaves, and the uh, the director, the guy that that forced him to do this, brings in another teacher, and the kids. <laughs> Chainsaw and Dave dress them all up, and it looks like a huge murder scene. I mean, it's it's awesome. I don't want to ruin it, but y'all need to check it out because it is straight up 80s, you know, practical effects. They scare this teacher to death, and you know, and they're doing all this because they don't want another teacher. They want to get Shoop back. Well, and Shoop's out on the beach with his dog unhappy about the whole thing and then the kids show up and beg him to come back so they come back and like I said you get the big montage of them studying and getting ready to take this big test to pass for summer school and the the average score is like a 68 right so you get some that actually passed some that didn't but you know during this whole phase when they've they've, they've brought in Shoop to the principal of the school and the other guy the the you know the guy that set him up to do all this is making his case of look he took him on field trips that to the petting zoo and they watched Texas Chainsaw he got the list of everything they did wrong right and uh so here's here's a paper for you to sign that way he can't get ten, tenure Mark Harmon's just standing there and he's like well he said before I sign these papers I want to hear these folks. And he opens up the door, and all the students come in, and all their parents. And the parents want to talk about the difference they have seen in their kids just in this short period of time. And, you know, it shows you that he was reaching the kids, right, and making a difference. And they were willing to try because he was willing to give as well. So it's it's kind of got a, a, a sweet annotation there at the end, right, where uh, and he starts reading out the scores. He's like, look. Last year, Chainsaw made a 6. <laughs> this year, he made a 55. That's a huge improvement, right? So, you know, he's making the case that even though they failed, they tried, and they did really, really a lot better than, than they were. So, you know, nuts and bolts of the story, that's what it's all about. And eventually, yes, he does end up with Kirstie Alley, right? Because, you know, that's how you want this thing to end. Uh, I do want to talk about there's a big party scene that Mark Herman or Shoop has at his house because the kids required, you know, requested it. It's one of those wishes they have. They want to throw a huge party. <laughs> and the reason I want to bring it up is because while they're partying, they're playing a song called Animal. This song is by Vinnie Vincent Invasion. And, you know, the most, most of the songs in this movie are kind of 80s synthesizer pop kind of stuff. You can tell somebody just did it all on a, on a synthesizer. Except this song. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because Vinnie Vincent, for all you KISS fans out there, if you know, Vinnie Vincent was the guitar player in KISS for, I don't know, three, three and a half, four years. Maybe not even that long. Two and a half to three years, I think. Well, when that didn't work out and he got kind of booted out of the band, he started his own band called Vinnie Vincent Invasion and made a, C a CD or cassette at the, at the time, which I was totally blown away by. I've never heard guitar playing like that before in my life. And they're playing one of the songs in the movie, right? So that's kind of cool. Uh, to give you some more history, 
or Kissology, um, those members that were in the band with Vinnie Vincent, they made a second album, which they did the soundtrack for Nightmare on M Street Part 5. Is that right? Yeah. And, uh, no, 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 Part 4, sorry. With a song called Love Kills. Now, during that time period, Vinnie Vincent had changed lead singers and he got Mark Slaughter. Now, the stories about Vinnie Vincent are not hard to find. Very, very hard person to, to deal with, apparently. I mean, that's that's the story, right? Because he got kicked out of KISS. He started his own band, Vinnie Vincent Invasion. Hired Mark Slaughter. Even though I don't think he really wanted him, I think the record company forced him into the band. And uh, while that second album was doing pretty decent, the other members of the band all left Vinnie Vincent and put together a band called... Slaughter. That's right. Up all night, sleep all day. You know the song. Fly to the Angels. You know, they were big in the early 90s. So there you go. Uh, I, I went on a long way just to kind of tell you some music, musicology here. Uh, just because, uh, you know, to hear a Vinnie Vincent song in a movie is just kind of a rare thing, especially, you know, in, in the context that it was in. So, But there you go. I, I love this movie. I really do. Uh, I think it's just a great slice of, of 80s fun. Um, and, you know, you're dealing with, obviously, none of these people are teenagers. <laughs> you know, I wanted to say, well, it's a movie where a bunch of 23 and 24-year-olds are all going to summer school. Because <laughs> that's basically what it is. But I love this movie. I, I love the trust that, that uh, Shoop gets with the kids. And he don't care what the leadership thinks. He feels like he's doing the right thing to reach these kids. He's, he's just taking a stab at it. So I just, I like that mentality of it. So uh, I'm going to give this a 5 out of 5. I never get tired of watching this movie. I can watch it over and over and over. And you should too. So let me know if you're a fan of this movie. Let me know what you think about it. Or if you've never seen it, make sure you go check it out. Like I said, if you're a horror movie fan, you definitely need to check it out just to see all the crazy stuff that Chainsaw and Dave do. And uh, that's kind of it for this one, folks. So I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know if you have any requests, anything you'd like me to cover. Uh, spit them out there. And I'll try my best to get to them and put them on this show. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later. <laughs>